Spencer wants to know is brought to you by... <laughs> Suspense! No. Gravity. <laughs> no. Uh, magic. Nope. Secret languages. No. Silence. No. Farts. No. Mm, no, like I said, secret languages. Why would you say it again? Because that's the one I feel it is. No, it's impulsivity. Oh. So I thought maybe... There get... was nothing impulsive about that. Well, I want to see how you'd react. If anything, it was just slowed down. Okay, my the fault. The opposite of impulsive. My fault, I'm sorry. Try again. What do you mean try again? Show me impulsivity. I don't know how to, but try. I... I don't want to. All right. <laughs> Spencer, are you an impulsive person? Sometimes, yeah. Um, do you know how I have reached out to the government and filed a freedom of information request against you? Of course not I against know that. you, but against? Just, not against, but just for for you to get some info to learn about who you are as a person. And here I have in my hands. The government sent me your grade four report card <laughs> and a psychological services confidential report done on you when you were in grade four as well. And this is from the section at the end of your report card when the teacher discusses your behavior. Okay. And they say you're a nice kid. But, they say, she's also very easily distracted and distracts others. <laughs> and then from your psychological report, it says, a tendency to respond impulsively along with poor personal monitoring habits. Jeez. It oh, gee. It also says, in the context of the classroom, Spencer is likely to require a high degree of external structure to limit impulsive responding. Wow. Wow. How does that make you feel? Attacked. Makes me want to make war. Make war against? Those people. Whoever, like, we can track down Impulsively. Actually, they signed it. The supervising, the supervising psychologist and the psychoeducational consultant. I have Do you remember right me? We could track them down. Do you? Sure. But that wouldn't be that impulsive because it would require a lot of planning to find them and That's exact true. whatever revenge you want. Yes, but it can begin from an impulsive place. That's true. So how would you get your revenge on these people? I would psychologically test them. Ha <laughs> ha Nice, nice. Nice, nice, nice. I wonder if they're still working today. Do, I you, do you remember these people at all? Wait a second. I think I've already figured out something that you're going to do. What's that? Well, you asked for a Reese's Pieces cup when I went into our local mall. Um, and I'm realizing it has to do with this. And I think you're going to put it in front of me. And then you're going to make me wait to eat it. <laughs> well, maybe. Let's see. <laughs> like a dog. So as a kid, were you impulsive? Did you have trouble paying attention? Did you distract others? Yeah, what, sure. What were you like? I don't know. Do I have to talk about this? If you don't want to. I, I, I'm, I'm the same. You're so, are you impulsive now? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it's like an itch that needs to be scratched. It could be just... I think the times that I'm most impulsive is when I'm annoying, actually, because it's really hard for me to stop, like, annoying you. I am very creative in the ways I annoy you. Sometimes I'll find a new phrase. I just keep going and going, and I'll see you, like, waving the flag of defeat, like, please stop. And that's when I gain the most power, and it's really hard for me to stop. So I'd say that's when I'm impulsive now as an adult. Is that an impulse or a compulsion to not stop? Because you do, you're like a dog with a bone. Like, you just will not... And I'll beg of you to please stop. Speaking of bone and dog, where's Scruffy? Scruffy? Oh, he's on his mat. Okay. Like. So you're distracted right now. Which mat? A fluffy one? His go-to mat. 
His okay towel. His towel. <laughs> I have an impulsive story as a kid. Sure. And this is a true impulse. Okay. I was maybe eight years old, and we ordered a, a pizza from Pizza Pizza, and we were gonna eat it on the ground while watching TV, like eat it on the carpet. And so it was open, and I was alone in the room, and I wanted to know what it would feel like, sensation-seeking, to see what it would feel like on my bare foot if I put my foot on the pizza. Ew. And my sister came Never in and caught... Never something so gross in my life. And my sister caught me doing it, and she thought, she accused me that I'd done that just so I could eat the whole pizza and not have to share it. Wait a second. But I legitimately... You didn't take a slice? I put my foot on the whole pizza. Eli, that is not okay. But it wasn't. It wasn't because I, I was just gonna do it and not I tell know anybody. If I, can I just talk to you anymore. I just wanted to know what it would feel like on my foot to Ew, step on a pizza. That's so gross. Sorry. The whole pizza you couldn't have just grabbed a slice. I well, my foot Didn't is bigger than one slice. Pull off cheese. No, it just felt squishy and warm. What happened? It felt squishy and no. warm. Aftermath. I ate the whole pizza because nobody wanted to eat it. I didn't get in <laughs> trouble, I don't think. It was at my mom's house. What kind house, of pizza so she... was it? Probably pepperoni and cheese. I... Oh, man. It was definitely from Pizza Pizza. Yuck. If you're from Ontario. If you want a sponsored story, Pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza? Or do you say Pizza Hut? Pizza Pizza. I don't like Pizza Pizza. I don't think anybody does. It's like cardboard. I don't mind it. Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think anybody does. I don't mind it. Now, you have a habit, Spencer. I don't know if this is an impulse, but I want to dive into it. Of you start telling me something and then realize it might upset me and then stop. Hmm. And then I, I'm just left thinking all the possible upsetting things you could tell me and you, I have to beg you to tell me. Like, for instance, like, like, oh, my mom said this about you. And you'll stop. And, and you're like, oh, no, I shouldn't tell you that. And then I have to, and this happens like a few times a week. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you stop before even starting to say it? It's just how my brain works. We'll explain. I don't think. I act. Because you don't have an internal monologue, right? No, I don't. I'm one of those people who doesn't. I can make myself have a voice in my head, but it takes a lot of work. I have to be like, I am thinking <laughs> right now. I am thinking. And when I'm really depressed there's a voice in my head like really depressed then i start feeling it's more of a feeling but i do hear it a little like you're ugly you're this you're that you're not but it so those intrusive thoughts are speaking a bit more yeah they Mm. do but i have to be really like down Mm. but for the most part i'm just like i like to think of it as um one of those monkeys hitting the symbols in my head like it's empty. Oh, it's like one of those wind-up monkeys. Yeah, in there. you're like Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever impulse purchase things? Um, yeah, but I got a handle on it, and now I haven't again. Yeah, I had a handle on it. How'd you get a handle on it? Depression. Depression. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Maybe because it was like I don't need anything. What's the point? Not satisfied. But now it's like getting a dog. He fell asleep. Scruffy the dog fell asleep. Sorry, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I got a dog. That was made that me. An that's that's. Um, or was that an obsession you had? I had an obsession. Should we tell the true story? Sure. Okay. I was thinking about this. I was thinking like, 
he has quite um insane origin story of how he came into my life. Is it that insane? I think so. Okay. Um, but I kind of want you to tell it because I forget things. Uh, how much do you want me to divulge? All of it. All of it? Yeah. Okay, so earlier this year, maybe in March, Spencer got approached to create content oh, videos for I didn't a, even realize that this would be part of it but of course it's part of it for a dog food company and she started freaking out back then like how am I supposed to do that I don't have a dog I don't want to get a dog yes and so you you, you basically told them like you, you weren't you're were too busy with your other job to, to do it and I said I had anxiety had anxiety about it and I was I that was I was that was the beginning of me really not doing well yeah I remember that going actually to work was becoming really hard i was hitting something yeah so you had this anxiety my eyes twitching as we're talking about this (laughs) it's like i'm doing a lot better but just like even like thinking about it it's like twitch so you told the dog food company you were too anxious to do the job and it was you really it was you had a lot of self-doubt that you were able to do this make videos like why me why can i make videos i don't even have a dog and so then you decided to to tell them that, that you couldn't do it and stick with your current job. But then it, it carried over to your current job where you felt like you couldn't do that either. Yes. And you were having a lot of like psychological pain going into work. Yes. And you took some time off. And I went into the hospital. You went into the hospital. Your work gave you some time which, off. Which I remember very well. I remember the people in the hospital very well. I wonder if they think about me. Yeah. I think about them every other day. I, I remember also when I was in the hospital just feeling like... I was at a crossroads where this could be my life, and I thought it would be. I thought, I just thought, like, I was done for, basically. Like, there wasn't much more for me anymore. Yeah. But then in the hospital, you tried a new medication, which seemed to help a lot with this negative thinking, but also made you seem a little manic, and you were going to, like, I'm going to write the dog food company. I'm going to get that job back. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And then you get out of the hospital, and you're not working, and you just start nonstop talking about a dog, getting yeah. a dog, researching. And once I'm out of the hospital, when do I babysit Benny? Is that out of the hospital, or is that That's before? out of the hospital. Okay. And See, that was, so although it, it wasn't impulsive because you were, like, taking steps, like, you visited the Humane Society to see about, could you do uh, a rescue dog from there, or, and then you, you babysat your friend's dog to see... Which what I would wasn't, two days of like being a dog owner be like? <laughs> I wasn't sure about it. There were yeah. parts I liked. I loved going for walks. I didn't fully comprehend, and I'm still struggling with it, but I'm getting better. Is the times where you like leave the dog alone? Like I kind of feel like oh, it's this like when Benny was over, like it's supposed to be this all-encompassing thing. Like, mm-hmm. but then I started to realize like when I talked to my friend, like it's like no, he like roams around the her place and like she's working and that's normal so even for me too like sometimes like I can do it I do it but with Scruffy like I'm watching TV and I'm like there's this part of me that's like am I supposed to be training him am I supposed to be going for another walk like it's still like my brain is getting used to like downtime I'm good at the going for walks the active time but still getting accustomed to that yeah. Downtime. Anyways, sorry, I took a tangent. Anyways, so you like freak out about this dog food company job because you don't want to get a dog. 
where then you leave the hospital and get a dog and then don't end up doing the dog food company job. But now yeah. you have a dog. Yeah. And having the dog at first, I still was down. Like, a parent, like, I don't remember that well, but I know I was. Like, I was still crying. I was sleeping. And it's a bit You're sad. You're regretting the decision to get a dog. Yeah, it's sad because I really missed his smallest phase, which I guess <laughs> could be considered one of the cuter phases. He's nine pounds today. <laughs> He's nine pounds. Four months, nine pounds. Four months, nine pounds. That's why I go to the vet to get the food, just to weigh him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I am feeling a lot happier having him it has given me like a purpose again and that purpose is starting to stretch out into other things like it's not there was a time where it felt like all I was was a person who had a dog yeah and that's my whole life but now I'm starting to be like 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 I want to go back to work I want to do a good job I spoke to a psychic tarot lady, and she kind of said, like, this is a craft I can master. Like, I'm very good at it. Dog ownership? Oh, no, just, like, performance. Okay. And that was kind of nice to hear because I've fallen so far from it that I, like, I just don't even identify with it anymore. But the idea of being able to do it and have fun, like, that sounds nice. And things have changed where it's only going to be twice a week now. And that gives Your me job pl- at work. Yeah. That gives me plenty of time to see Scruffy. Being a TV host, in case yeah. you don't know. No, if you don't if you're know. listening and don't know what Spencer's Kids job is. Kids TV host. Because um, you're feeling yeah. very worthless, it, right? Oh like my you God. couldn't do anything at all. Nothing. And then having a dog like forced me to go outside. Because so I was sleeping all the time. I was sleeping yeah. a lot. And there still is, like I'd say every other week, a day where I just go to bed yeah. early. I sleep almost like 12 plus hours. Um, but I missed Scruffy yesterday. I went, I hung out with my mom and I was really like missing him and I was so happy to see him. And yeah, I don't know. I'm happier. So we'll see if it all works out. Well, <laughs> it's, we'll you know. it's, it's working. It's working. Better than it was. It's, it's nice. I'm glad. And I think you're really good with animals too. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Can I sing impulsively for you? Sure. Do you ever feel the impulse to sing? Sometimes. Here I go. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> the computer is so painfully slow. It just adds tension. That could. Did I guess tension? No. I don't That's think so. a Suspense, good you said. Suspense. Compulsion? No, no, no. What Impulsivity. was it? Impulsivity. Oh. Baseline. <laughs> I want to see what's in Spenny's mind. She was impulsive once. I just keep on quizzing my love. This is the baseline. This is the baseline test of your knowledge of impulsivity. Um, yesterday when we were watching Love Island and they were going back and forth with a word. Compulsive? Compulsion? Was it those the two? What are you talking about? When we were watching Love Island and they were like sitting the three boys and he said a word and then they said a word and then i said a word i don't remember you don't remember oh it was funny because i was like adding to their conversation on the tv and then you explained to me how one thing oh (laughs) it keeps going and the other they sound very similar in meaning but one oh call 
So Isaiah, yeah, if you're watching this season of Love Island, said was writing a note to his his companion, Sydney. Their <laughs> girlfriend and boyfriend. Girlfriend, yeah, and they love the each few. other. Yes. I think they're the only couple that said I love you. Yep. And he said he was writing her a note, and he said, "This is the cul- all our troubles and tribulations. This is the culmination." And the other two guys were like, "Combination." And then you also didn't know the difference between culmination and combination. And tell us again. Do I have to? <laughs> yeah, because I forgot already. So the culmination is a combination of events that lead to a conclusion. Ah, yes. So Glorious. Co- I love this. <laughs> and so a combination cool. doesn't necessarily mean that there's a, a, a finale, a conclusion. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> See, that was impulsive. I needed to talk about it. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. It was a shame that you didn't remember what the word was. Yeah, I kept calling it, like, compulsive. Compulsive. I knew it was a C. Anyway, are you ready to test your baseline knowledge of impulsivity? <laughs> sure, yeah. Ten questions. Okay. 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 What makes... Hey, oh. Question one. What makes an impulse buy different from a regular purchase? Huh. Sweat. <laughs> Sweat. <laughs> like... You do it in a sweaty state? Yeah, like like, your heart's beating quicker... Like, it's like a physical, there's a physical element to it. There's definitely, like, an emotional, physical that can influence your your likelihood of making an impulse buy. It's like when you binge eat. Like, like you eat, you have to keep going, you eat too much. Like, it's kind of like there's a mania to it. It's, uh, just by definition, it's just an impulse buy is something that you didn't consciously plan to buy. Ah, that makes sense. Versus a regular purchase. And this article said that 50% of groceries are impulse buys. The way to defeat it is to be full when you go, but who wants to be full going to a grocery store? Who can be full going to a grocery store unless you can shop after breakfast or lunch? I'm not going to shop after dinner. By this definition, I I go to the grocery store, like, I need some food, and I'll go and look, and like... Grocery stores are so expensive. I see that. I see that. Alright, question two. Aww, Scorpini. What factors influence impulse buying? Sales. People? Like, suggesting stuff? No, a sale. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you mean, people suggesting? It's a sale. Yeah, the price, an alluring price. <laughs> yes. Impulse buy is two usually something one. that is, is cheap. Buy you two don't for usually one. impulse buy something expensive. Yeah, that's, yeah, same thing. A sale. Clearance. You're, you're saying the same thing over and over again. Boxing ways? Day deal. Okay, yeah, that's one. That's one. Black one. Friday. <laughs> Anything else? Blowout store. Imagine the like store. Like a closing store. Imagine you walking a into store a store. closing and it's like a blowout sale. Yeah, it's all kind of the same thing. Imagine a Coupons. store. Coupons. Holy crow, I could just keep going. Imagine you're in a store. What could influence you to make an impulse buy? Colors. Colors, yeah. Certain colors. You said it in the first question, like your emotional state. Yeah. A breakup. The display. New me. <gasps> Eli, I bought new clothes. But that wasn't an impulse. Mm, it was a bit. It no, because like, you I... told me, you told me like, I want to get some new clothes that fit a bit better. And you went and did it. Eli. Yeah. Sounds so sad when you say it like that. <laughs> well, but also I also wanted to feel better. Like I felt like I was just like wearing the same thing, like a schlub. How do you feel at winners? You know how they have love the, winners. But the the lineup, they have a long 
long, long two shelves. It's like going through a hedge maze oh, so of impulse what... buys as you wait to get to the cash. They're fun. They give Do you me ever s- buy stuff from there? Yeah, I have. It really turns me off because it's like so nakedly like obvious. Obvious what they're doing. I think they need to be a bit more subtle with their impulse buys. To me, it's like being able to have a magazine while in line. Like, I'm flipping through the pages. It's fun to look, but how often do you actually buy from those shelves? I've bought candy, like yeah. gummies. <sighs> they have a dog section. And sometimes there's something there that wasn't in the big area. And I go, I want it. Once that happened. I got, like, a, a Halloween-themed stuffed toy, and it was the only one. And then, like, the next day, all of them were out. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's not that special. (laughs) (laughs) So you got mad? A little. Like, but I still, I still thought I got a cool one. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a point for that. Okay. Because I was able to name endless ways of a sale. (laughs) Yeah. It's impressive. It was strange. Question three. What is the marshmallow test? The marshmallow test? Something to do with poking Eli's stomach? Hey. <laughs> Sorry. That was a joke. That's not nice. I know. You knew clothes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my jab at you. I... My soft jab. <laughs> it's not true. I'm just being mean. Well, no point. Okay. <laughs> but the marshmallow test was a psychological test done on children in the 70s where they gave, they put a marshmallow in front of a kid. And said, if you wait 15 minutes without eating it, we'll give you a second marshmallow. Oh. And then the scientists would leave the room, and then they'd observe what the kid would do. It. And some kids could wait to get that extra marshmallow. Some kids couldn't. They gave in to the impulse of eating it. Aww. Okay? It's crazy. Yeah. But this test in recent years has been revisited. Because when they did it in the 70s, it was all kids of people that worked at Stanford. So maybe kind of uniformly pretty well-off children. Oh, right? I see. So how do you think socioeconomic factors could influence a kid's success in the marshmallow test? So um, a kid that comes from a richer family yeah. or, a, or a poorer family, how would that influence this test? Well, uh, maybe a kid from a richer family is more used to having luxurious things, so is more able to wait. And another kid who doesn't get marshmallows much or treats much is going to have a harder time waiting. Yeah, that's exactly right. And also, trust, education, like, ha- like, do you trust adults? Do you feel safe with them? Yeah, that's exactly right. These are all factors that your socioeconomic status as a child can influence, or anybody influence, like, the degree of impulsivity that you experience. So, great answer. I saw on TikTok um, uh, a wolf sanctuary, and they were very friendly with the wolves. Uh-huh. It was cool. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. Like, because you could be scared a wolf will one day, as friendly as it is, impulsively just rip your head off? I don't know. It just, they look like dogs. All right. For question five, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a version of the marshmallow test I for you. It. You guessed it already. Aww. But it's a Reese's peanut butter cup, and okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in front of you. <gasps> That's harder. I'm putting it right. Did they put it right in front of I'm actually going to make you sniff it. Oh, that smells good. So you can eat it now, or if you wait till the end of the test, I'll give you a second one. Here's the tea, though. I bought two packs. <laughs> well, you can't so have that I one know. either. <gasps> what? Oh, you can't have We're that saving one. it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it's right beside you. Can I still sip my coffee or no? You can sip Is your it... coffee. 
Are you sure? Because that's a form of, like, luxury. Okay, don't sip your coffee either. Let's make it harder for you. That's hard. Let's make it harder Because, like, I can survive with the sugar of the coffee drink and be fine to not have it. But not having that makes me want the sugar more. Well, how do you feel with that chocolate right beside you? I need it, like... You're touching it. Can I put it in my hand? Because I feel like the mic blocks it. Or we can leave it there. Just, just, just don't touch it anymore. Don't touch it. But I'll give you a point for that first chocolate test I just gave you. Wait, did you say like in fifteen minutes I get a second one? At the end of the test. Oh, at the end of the test. This first test. Oh, okay. Question six: What's the difference between impulsivity and compulsivity? Impulse versus compulsion. Compulsion is something that is um. Um, habitual? Yeah, it's usually something that becomes a habit. Yeah. Um, uh, compulsion could be more easily detected. Like, more easily guess that it would happen. Um, impulse. If I told you one. Out of nowhere? If I told you one was more about gaining pleasure and one was more about avoiding pain. Oh, I see. Okay, avoiding pain, compulsion, gaining pleasure, impulse. Yeah, and they are they are very connected and a compulsion can be impulsive and an impulse can become a compulsion. But I'll give you a point for that. Can you name five impulse control disorders? Impulse control disorders? OCD? Sure. Um... <laughs> Uh, any addiction? Okay, so, sure. I'll give you addiction. Drinking. Oh, can I split them up or no? I'll just give you one. Hmm. Uh, the one where you want to put things on fire. Pyromania, exactly. Pyromania. Oh, stealing. Kleptomania, yeah. Kleptomania. And, uh, being an adult baby. <laughs> I don't think that's what Okay, uh, I wasn't trying to make too much fun of it. Um, shopaholic, still, that's an addiction, I think. Oh, I'll give it to you, why not? One point for okay. you. Good job. There's also like pulling your hair out compul- oh, tri- impulsively. Tri- tri- oh, I don't know how to say it. Trichophobia or something? Yeah. Question eight. Do you believe in free will? No. Why? I think the government has made it impossible... How so? No, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Sure, it's, uh, to a degree. Like, so hey, do, do you think I'm walking. Sl- listen, I'm going for a walk on the sidewalk. I can turn right or left. That, free will. But do you think... But if I if we lived in a society where there was endless money, and we all had money, then there'd be real free will. Because then I could go on a plane. I don't know if anyone would want to work making planes work but then i'd be really free to do what i want because i have money to do what i want but i can go for a walk and turn right or left you don't think you're a slave to your impulses you think you can oh that's what you meant uh no i i definitely am all right well you thought about it i'll give you a point okay okay this is the chocolate test part two so i have my own cup (gasps) and i'm gonna eat it in front of you And we'll see how that affects your impulse control. 
Yeah. There's a reason this isn't working. It was a good idea. Okay, I've eaten it now. Yeah? Good for you. How is it? It's okay. That's it? You're just going to tell me it's okay? Okay, I don't want it. So how's that affecting your impulse control? Uh, I'm fine. Maybe you should have gone with a drink. Okay. I'll give you a point. Sorry. It's okay. Your final question. Okay, so I impulsively want to check my Gmail, but do I it. won't do it. This is going to be the biggest impulse test of all. Okay? okay. Okay. You ready? You have to control your impulses. <laughs> Eli's sticking his butt out, and he knows I want to slap it. My bare butt. Hey, why'd you have to tell him? I can't help it. She slapped it. <laughs> she slapped it. It's but... his best feature. <laughs> so I stuck my. I'm bare... just kidding. <laughs> I stuck my bare butt out, and Spencer could not resist slapping it. Well, it was a long time. <laughs> okay, so you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seventy percent on the first test. I shouldn't have slapped it. I would have had eighty. You'd have an A if you hadn't slapped my A. <laughs> so, congrats. <laughs> so, congrats. You have seventy percent. You just need thirty percent on the final test to pass. Okay. Do you want to tell us the stakes? The stakes. Um... Oh, and the test is over. If you want to eat that peanut butter cup. Okay. I'm going to eat it. So what are the steaks, though? Oh, it's a little too warm. Oh, sorry. It's okay. What are the steaks, honey? Oh, and you get a second one. Uh, I don't want it right now. Okay. <laughs> so what are the steaks if you pass this episode? Okay. If I fail, I have to stop shopping for a month. Does that include food? No, that... Uh, like stuff for Scruffy, clothes for me. No takeout. No takeout. Yeah, you have to get groceries. Oh my gosh! Well, I do want to go back to Sorry, I've got plans. Okay. That's something I want to do. And if you pass, uh, I most definitely can get Sorry, I've got plans. If you pass, okay, sure. Okay. Great. So your second test. This is really not that good, but I'm still gonna eat it. The peanut butter cup. Okay. So the second test. I can see why you said it was okay. It's too warm. Or it's too peanut buttery. Or the chocolate's too rich. Is it just me or does it feel hot in our apartment right now? It feels hot. The AC's on. Your second test. You have to design a store display, guaranteed to make me impulse buy something. Okay. okay. The product can be your choice. Design the display. What do the salespeople do? Is there a sale? What are my emotions in that moment? Okay? Okay. So you have to, half an hour to design something that will make me, Eli, impulse buy something. Okay. Okay. Maybe you you're... don't buy ever things. That's why it's hard. You don't buy things <laughs> ever. You're not, like, into shopping. You don't like anything that's that you have to buy. Well, that's a challenge for you. And we'll be right back. Wait, Eli... What's an appropriate price for a strip loin steak? <laughs> That's your part of your research. Okay. We'll be right back. We're back. Oh, say it one more time. Sorry. We're back. There we go. <laughs> okay. And, well, before you continue, Spencer, I have to tell you, even though you got a 70%, this is pass-fail. So if, if, you're, what? if your store design... Fails to get me to impulse buy the item, you fail. Okay. But if I do buy it, you pass. Okay. Okay? So, you know that brand 
where they're very basic and everything's yellow and it'll be like condiments. No name? Ketchup. No name. There. Thank you. So I designed... Can I tell the people what that is in case yes, they don't know? Yes, sure. So in Ontario, at least, we have a brand called No Name, which is usually kind of a cheaper product and they have No Name Vegetable Oil, No Name Everything, and it just says No Name. That's yes. the brand. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Anyway. Um... So I kind of designed the outlook of my store to look like that, in a way, like with the font. Uh-huh. But it is a big crate. Is it all yellow? It's No. It's a big crate. The store? Yeah. Okay. Like, you know warehouse crates? Like big shipping containers? Big. That's what it is. Yeah. A big shipping container. Look to it. Very big. And then on every single corner of it, like every single square spot... It says steak store, steak store, steak store on top, on the sides, steak store. Okay, you've lured me into the store. I was I was going to say that I don't think I'm going to walk into the store, but you've lured me in with this, yeah. just calling it the steak store. Even, just to have a look. Yeah. See what the prices are. And then for car parking, in the car parking spots, there's big steaks, like painted on the ground. Don't you think that would confuse people trying to park their car? Nope. It's I don't drive, so that has no impact on me. Okay. Um, and it's red and white, but the white is a bone color. Of so, the parking spots? <laughs> no, the background of the store is red, and then in white it says steak store. So it's white letters on a red background. Yes. How red? Like red, like rare meat. Like rare meat. Yeah. So pinkish. Yeah. Okay. Then you come in, and it's the world's longest meat deli of okay. steak. So it's just like a glass container, super duper long. And um, the people working there, they wear steak hats. And the light fixtures are steaks with lights in them. And then on Wednesdays, there's a Wagyu taste test. It's a really, really tiny amount, but you can taste Wagyu. Wow, that'd be really cool, actually. Yeah, it's on Wednesdays. (laughs) Wagyu Wednesdays? Yeah. Wow, okay. So we got the long steak section, and then there's the cashiers. So it's just all steak. Only steak. Only steak. It's the steak store. They don't sell any like steak spices or no. pans or no. spatulas. Like you, you, you buy it all there. You can get steaks pre-spiced. You can get just steak. And it's all fresh steak. All fresh no steak. Frozen. Nope. And it's called the steak store. And there's light fixtures that look like steaks. Okay. If you want to. Look at the picture. And what's my emotional state? You're going to be excited and hopefully the Wagyu Wednesday thing. No, my pre-existing emotional state on this day that I wander in. You're hungry. You're excited. You're, you know you're going to make a good the... steak. No, you're you're not depressed. Are we on good terms? Like We're I'm, on good terms. I'm it's excited. day night. You're going to oh, make a steak. Uh, for both of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you got to try Wagyu because it's Wagyu Wednesday. And it smells good in there. It's not just raw meat. You got the smell of a steak. But what product am I buying on an impulse here? Steak. But I've walked into a store called the Steak Store. Obviously, I'm planning to buy a steak. Okay, so there's no impulse. Then it's a fail. Oh. <laughs> I'm supposed to impulse buy something here. Oh. It's a great store design. But what am I impulse buying at the Steak Store if they only sell steaks? Obviously, I'm wandering <laughs> in to buy a steak. Oh, no. I failed. I mean, there's a lot of great elements. Like, we didn't even talk about, like, free samples are a great uh, way to get people to, like... You could have said, I impulsively buy Wagyu. 
Oh, can I say that? Like I went in to buy a cheaper cut of steak. But you tried it? Okay. I mean, you're imagining being there, so it's your experience happening. Okay, with Wagyu, maybe I feel a bit scared, like, because it is very expensive, and I'd, I'd, if I bought something that expensive, I'd be scared of, of screwing it up somehow. But it's Wagyu Wednesday. Can we role play, like, the person give me the free sample of Wagyu? Cause... Yeah. Hi! Hi, what's, what's, what do you have here? Wagyu Wednesday! Oh, is this a free sample? Yeah, it's pretty small, but you don't need a lot because it's so juicy. I don't know if you know this, but... The beer is fed to the cows. Beer is? Isn't it grass? No. It's beer. Wagyu, Wagyu is, is beer, beer fed, cow? fed cow? Wait, myth. Cattle for Wagyu <laughs> beef get massages are fed beer and listen to classical music. The facts are strict <laughs> standards for raising Wagyu. They don't include a mandate for boozed up or blissed out cows. Traditionally, Japanese Wagyu cow are fed a mixture of grass and grain. Huh. I thought it was beer. Well, you don't seem to know. I'm it. fired. <laughs> I got fired right Wait, now. Wait, no. How can I stop oh, you from getting no. losing your job? I'm so sorry. I well, didn't. No mean one's to... bought any Wagyu because I've messed it up the whole day. You're the first person to know better. Oh. Wait, YouTube Wagyu <laughs> drinking beer. <laughs> So what? Raising wild cattle. Um, oh no. I'm really trying to make this work here. Oh. Well, you're playing I on have, my emotions. I don't want to see someone I lose their job. I have a mother. You have a mother? I lost my own mother, actually, yeah. so that I speaks to that. me uniquely. I can tell. <laughs> you can tell? <laughs> what does that mean? Can you buy some? How can you tell that I, my mother died? It just looks like something you bring up. A lot? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. To try to garner sympathy? Yeah, maybe. To formulate some human connection because you're so goddamn bad at it. Oh, God. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> You've got me pegged. I'm going to... Do you want to also buy my Wagyu hat? It's Why? A, it's a steak hat. What? Maybe your girlfriend will get a kick out of it. Spencer? How do you know all these details about my life? <laughs> It's me, Spenny. I opened up the steak store. This was all a plan, so I didn't fail. Fail what? The quiz. <laughs> well, you really went the extra mile, Spencer. Thank I'm, you. I'm gonna pass you. I'm in major debt. <laughs> Wagyu's expensive, and no one wants to buy it. So this business is a complete failure. Not today. All right, I'll give you a point. Yes. For all that. And you passed episodes. So you, get to, you get to order Sorry, Sorry I've Got, got plants. plants, which is a vegan mm. meal subscription service. Woo-hoo. Low packaging. Yeah, low packaging. That's right. It That's barely hits my knee. <laughs> well, it's so great. low. Great job, Spencer. Thank you. Um, great job, Eli. Any more impulsive stories about you maybe sticking your butt in pizza? <laughs> never done that. But I do have an odd impulse with gum. If I buy a pack of gum, oh, yeah. I've seen it. I need to basically shove. <laughs> On Christmas Day. A whole like, bowl full of like individually wrapped rap gum, and like you just couldn't stop. <laughs> and I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, I don't know why I can't. I have never seen it before. I basically need to eat the whole pack of gum at one go. Yeah. Yeah, that's an impulse. God knows why. No, it's a compulsion. I think. A compulsion. Yes. I don't buy gum that often. No.
Should we say goodbye? I guess so. Can we tell them where we're going? Sure, go ahead. Uh, we're going to a town. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> to see my sister, her mom, and her mom's fiance. Our favorite. <laughs> Peter. Peter. I like and Peter. He's cool. He is. And uh, Scruffy's coming along, which I am worried about. Because he's going to meet their dog, which is an Australian shepherd? Yes, but beyond before that is the traveling there, which involves a train, which involves getting there an hour early, which involves him being in a small traveling thing. And um, So hopefully he... When he's 18 months, I will be able to make him my support dog, and he can sit in my lap. Because he's a puppy, he's not allowed to, even though my doctor would say he's my support dog. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's about it, folks. We'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Till so, so, so next time. See Thanks next for sticking week. around, okay? Love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.